right, okay. It is Monday, January 2nd, 2023. And uh, my name is Fade965. Yes, that's F-E-D-965. And uh, welcome to uh, Baby Blue Viper. Yes, welcome each and every one of you. Um, yeah, so here's the thing. Um, yeah, it's Monday, you know, it's the start of a new week. It's the first Monday of the new year. How about that? I think that's, you know, absolutely fantastic. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great week. Uh, and I've already had, you know, just a, you know, fantastic day. Um, we'll get to that, though, you know, when we get to that. Though, of course, we've already gotten to it in a way, haven't we? Answer is yes. Um, so before we really, you know, dive into, you know, what it all really means and, um, you know, um, you know, the usual that we, you know, uh, like to cover here on Baby Blue Viper. Um, let's also, you know, get, you know, get to, get to the usual. And in this case, the usual is, uh, this case, the usual is the fact, um, even though, well, well, let's just say that for now it is a fact that, uh, the price of Bitcoin at this very moment in time and space is sixteen thousand seven hundred and twenty-nine USD. Um, and the block height is seven seven zero zero four three. And of course, one Bitcoin is equal to one Bitcoin. Um, we know this, even though it is uh, important to remind ourselves that we know this um speaking of things that you know are important i am gonna go to my book now i am taking the you know that elastic band off the front cover in order for me to be able to open the book and i am flipping to the page by um you know i've got the ribbon that um you know uh, it's kind of like a bookmark so i'm just holding on to the ribbon right now and with you know using the ribbon I am, uh, you know, opening, you know, uh, my book to the page and I can see here, even though I have to squint a little bit because I am currently in the dark, uh, I will, you know, explain this in a second and the only light that I have, well, there's a little bit of a light coming through the blinds and I do have some light from the laptop, even though I know that I shouldn't have it on. So I'm actually going to dim it right now. So now it is completely dark and now it is even harder to see, uh, you know, how many days that we have left. Um, I'm going to try to use my, I'm going to use the flashlight on my uh, smartphone and I can see here, even though it has been crossed off, I've now turned the flashlight off, that we have 820 days left. Um, and if you'd like to hear the crossing off, uh, you know, please listen to, um, uh this morning's uh program um though of course uh it is in spanish as i am currently in spain 
um so that's that um speaking of you know other things i am also wearing a uh navy blue uh t-shirt i've got on brown corduroy pants and you know uh, you know the topic of my socks is where it gets interesting because my left sock i would say is you know like a blood red color however my right sock is an orange sock okay so you know that's what we're dealing with here today oh by the way i am um i would say i'm prone on the bed um i've got the pillow behind my neck at the moment um and my legs i would say are well they're bent bent at the knees in order for the laptop to be kind of like resting on my thighs and on my stomach at the same time and yep so the blinds are all the way down on the french window so i can just see snippets of light and as to the fact of why the blinds are all the way down it's because i did um you know have a um you know i, I took a short siesta um as i am in spain and you know we've talked about this on various occasions um, baby blue viper so it is worth repeating um you know we don't have to go into all of the uh you know the studies that have been um you know uh you know done on this um uh, as to the benefits of taking naps um you know we've talked about this on various occasions that um here at baby blue viper we uh you know are you know definitely you know pro naps so um you know just try to get a nap in here and and there, I know it can be, you know, hard to fit in uh, depending on your schedule. I'm absolutely aware of this. Um, so, you know, just, uh, you know, do what you can. Do what you can. Um, and, of course, you definitely play with the length of the nap. It can just be, you know, a 10-minute nap, a 20-minute nap. Of course, then eventually, you know, uh, there is the siesta, which I would say is, um yeah, it's probably say 45 minutes to an hour plus even though you do have you know the longer siestas which can range anything anywhere from hour and a half to two hours but you know that's really uh you know uh, that's a that's a that's a siesta right there um however um you know point is that uh you know try to incorporate uh naps into your routine uh whenever possible and, you know speaking of the possible i did manage to get a workout in this morning i was really really incredible uh you know i worked up quite a bit of a sweat i absolutely love it loved it um and uh you know uh after which uh you know i hydrated very important. I uh, took a shower. Uh, I got some meditation in as well. And, you know, there's just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, you know, other things that had to be done as well. Um, we don't have to get into that. Um, speaking of things, though, that we do need to get into, um, we do need to, you know, look at the news here for a second um here's the thing uh i am going to turn the light on for this because 
Um, it's just not, you know, it's not really ideal to be looking at your smartphone in the dark. I think we all know this by now. And if you don't know, uh, well, it's not ideal. Um, so try to avoid it whenever possible. Um, anyways, from the New York Times, Russia, Ukraine, war news, live updates. From ABC News, Israeli missile strikes put Damascus Airport out of service. From CNN, former Pope Benedict XVI lies in state in St. Peter's Basilica ahead of funeral. From BBC News, rescuers raced a free Vietnamese boy trapped in shaft. Oh, um, well, uh, you know, I hope that they are able to um, to free him. Um, from Reuters.com, Russia risks causing IT worker flight with remote working law. From Deutschwell, dozens of New Year attacks on Berlin firefighters? What? What? Uh, I'm reading here. Firefighters in the German capital, Berlin, have reported multiple attacks while trying to do their job. Across the country, there were reports of violence on a terrifying New Year for many emergency staff. What? What's going on? Berlin's fire department on Sunday said its emergency crews had been attacked 38 times as the city rang in the New Year. What? Why were they attacking the fire uh, firefighters? Well, that's just horrible. Why would they do that? Um, uh, doesn't I don't see. I'm trying to find if there's any kind of motive here. Um, I don't, I don't. It doesn't seem like. At least I'm not seeing it. Um, well, in any case, that's absolutely horrible. Um, so, so that's that. You know, that is the news there. Um, as to, you know, the topic of the day and, you know, what we should cover here on, you know, Monday, you know, January 2nd, 2023, the, you know, the first Monday of the new year. Um um i know people cover this and as to you know result you know new new year's resolutions and all that um and you know and what are my thoughts on it uh, well um my thoughts on new year's resolutions i mean i i guess it's they're not bad to have right i mean I know that there's, you know, some people that are like, well, you know, people just say they're going to do some, you know, they're going to make a New Year's resolution. They never really follow through on it. Um, that's probably the case for a lot of people. Uh, that doesn't mean it has to be, though. Definitely doesn't mean that. Um, so um, uh, I do think, though, that it is probably um, it, it's just important that, you know, that you just make it into a, a habit and, you know, work it, work it into your routine, whatever, you know, you decide 
um, if you decide to have, you know, New Year's resolutions. So I don't think it's, you know, inherently a bad thing. Um, it's, uh, I think the important thing is that, you know, you just stick with it. Um, and, um, you know, don't let it just become one, you know, more thing, you know, like one of those things. Um, I think that's really, you know, the message here is that, yeah, you know, why not, um, just make sure you, uh, you stick with them, whatever your new year's resolutions are. Okay. Um, as to, uh, you know, life and existence, um, you know, there have, you know, we, uh, by the way, we do, we will resume our analysis of the apocalypse, um, you know, at some point here, um, but I did want to, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, existence, um, and, you know, I know it, of course, it's a very, you know, difficult, uh, you know, topic, there's a lot of, you know, ways to look at it, um, just, you know, reading from Wikipedia, um, you know, existence is the ability of an entity to interact with reality. In philosophy, it refers to the ontological property of being. Okay, so that's really, you know, what we're dealing with here when we think about um, the new year. Uh, you know, how does, you know, uh, you know, it relate to existence? I mean, we can, you know, really circle back here, and uh, you know, um, and look at, you know, really. You know, New Year's, you know, resolutions, um, you, know, you know, Wikipedia, uh, reading from the Wikipedia. A New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western world, but also found in the Eastern world, in which a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal, or otherwise improve their behavior at the beginning of a calendar year. You see, I mean, so it can't be bad, right? Religious origins. The people made promises to their gods at the start of each year that they, that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. The Romans began each year by making promises to the god Janus, for whom the month of January is named. Okay, In the medieval era, the knights took the peacock bow at the end of the Christmas season. Uh, excuse me, at the end of the Christmas season each year to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. Yeah, see, that sounds like a great thing as well. At watch night services, many Christians prepare for the year ahead by praying and making these resolutions. In Methodist Christianity, the liturgy used for the watch night service for the new year is the covenant renewal service. In addition to being traditionally held on New Year's Eve, many churches offer the covenant renewal service on both New Year's Eve and on the morning of New Year's Day. This tradition has many other religious parallels. During uh, Judaism, excuse me, during, excuse me, during Ju Judaism's, uh, uh, you know, I'm having, um, it, it's just, you know, the Spanish and English, it's all blending together at this point. So let's try that one more time. During Judaism's, is that how you say that word? During Ju Deism's New Year, Rosh Hashanah, through the High Holidays and culminating in Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, one is to reflect upon one's 
wrongdoings over the year and both seek and offer forgiveness. People can act similarly during the Christian liturgical season of Lent, although the motive behind this holiday is more of sacrifice than a responsibility. The concept, regardless of creed, is to reflect upon self-improvement annually. Um, so, you know... You know there you know there we have it um though of course we could also look at participation here uh wikipedia still the 1671 diary of anne uh, halkett includes an en an entry on january 2nd titled resolutions which contained a number of religious pledges taken primarily from bible verses such as i will not offend anymore by the beginning of the 19th century the tendency of people to make and fail to keep resolutions was commonly known and satirized. Walker's uh, Hiberian Magazine in 1802 contained an article stating that the following personages have begun the year with a strong, with a strong of resolutions. With a strong of resolutions? Um, interesting. I don't know if that's a typo on Wikipedia's part or if that's the way it was actually written. We'd have to confirm that by looking at Walker's Hiberian Magazine in 1802. It seems like it would be a string of resolutions, but, uh, it, you know, it looks like uh, what well, says a strong of resolutions, which they all solemnly pledged to keep. Then listing a series of obviously fictitious resolutions, statesmen have resolved to have no other object in view than the good of their country. The physicians have determined to follow nature in her operations and to prescribe no more than is necessary and to be very moderate in their fees. An early instance of the complete phrase New Year Resolution is found in a January 1st issue of a Boston newspaper from 1813. And yet, I believe there are multitudes of people accustomed to receive injunctions of New Year resolutions who will sin all the month of December with a, series, with a serious determination of beginning the new year with new resolutions and new behavior, and with the full belief that they shall thus expiate and wipe away all their former faults at the end of the great depression about a quarter of american adults formed new year's resolutions at the start of the 21st century about 40 percent did in fact according to the american medical association approximately 40 to 50 percent of americans participated in the new year's resolution tradition from the 1995 epcot and 1985 gallup polls a study found 46 percent of participants who made common New Year's resolutions, for example, weight loss, exercise programs, quitting smoking, were likely to succeed. Over 10 times as among those deciding to make life changes at other times of the year. Okay, this is interesting. A study, so we're going to read this one more time. A study found 46% of participants who made common New Year's resolutions, for example, weight loss, exercise programs, quitting smoking, were likely to succeed. Over 10 times as among uh, those deciding to make life changes at other times of the year. Oh, that's great. So it's definitely worth it then. Um, uh, just going off, you know, probability. Uh, success rate. In a 2014 report, 35% of participants who failed their New Year's resolutions admitted they had unrealistic goals. 33% of participants did not keep track of their progress and 23% forgot about them. About 1 in 10 respondents claimed they made too many resolutions. Okay. 
A 2007 study by Richard Wiseman from the University of Bristol involving 3,000 people showed that 88% of those who set New Year resolutions fail. From the University of Bristol? Despite the fact that 52% of the study's participants were confident of success at the beginning, men achieved their goal 22% more often when they engaged in goal setting wherein resolutions are made in terms of small and measurable goals. For example, lose a pound a week rather than lose weight. Well, this is interesting, is it not? The University of Bristol. Okay. Um, you know, this is interesting because the I think the other study had to, was, um, uh, had to do with uh, the U.S. of A. So... You know, we don't, we're not going to draw too many parallels here, but it is interesting that the study um, that looked like it was done in the U.S. of A. found that 40%, 6% of participants who made common New Year's resolutions were likely to succeed. And then the study from the University of Bristol, that would be in England, said that 88% of those who set New Year resolutions fail. So I don't want to make, of course, you know, um, you know I don't want to jump to conclusions on... Um, you know, uh, Americans versus the English, that would be, you know, this is, there's not enough data here, even though it is something to uh, keep in mind. Um, that's all I'm saying, um, as in the fact that this is a data point, though you do need uh, various data points and you'd have to do a lot of analysis to really come up with some kind of a conclusion. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, point is that, uh, you know, uh, I don't have anything against New Year's resolutions. That's really the point. Um, so, you know, um, you know, why don't we all, you know, make some, uh, some, uh, New Year's resolutions. You don't have to share it. Um, you know, you don't even have to have to uh, write it down if you don't want to. I mean, it's up to you. Um, but let's all, you know, think about it. Um, you know, what, uh, you know, what are resolutions we have for the new year? And, you know, and, and of course we can, uh, well, we already did relate it to existence, but we can do that one more time. We'll circle back. Remember, existence is the ability of an entity to interact with reality. In philosophy, it refers to the ontological property of being. Okay, so now we have completed that circle. Um, and yeah, so it's Monday, January 2nd, you know, 2023. And, you know, hope your Monday is just going fantastic. Um, you know, I've got to, you know, get some reading done here. And uh, I've got to, you know, jot some things down. Um, uh, you know, I might, you know um you know go uh you know heat up some coffee um i think i'm actually gonna do that um and the question really uh you know becomes um you know what will the the caffeine level of the coffee be at this hour of the day it's really the question that i'm dealing with at this moment uh, i'm sure you're dealing with your own questions um and you know that's just you know, part of existence and what is existence? Uh, one more time. Existence is the ability of an entity to interact with reality. 
In philosophy, it refers to the ontological property of being. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I think that about does it for the day. Um, and it was good to, you know, good to see everyone. Um, and yeah, you know, you know, with that, um, I will, uh, see you soon.